Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay 3rd Edition with all these cards and all these special dice. It's amazing! Oh my god, I actually started the bot. Nice. Got a boy. He's learning. If you, go to the, if you go to the career tab, yeah. to the right, you'll see where it says like action, right. talent, yep. skill training, and light wounds. That's yep. where you document which advances you have taken. Okay. Uh, according to the rule book, the first four are like standard. Every single career has those first four. And then there are these things called open career advances. And that's what's governed by those numbers over there under advances. So like okay. for me, I could take two action advances. Um, it's still not 100% clear to me whether one of those two is the mandatory action I have to take in order to uh, close out the career or if that's on top of that. I think it's probably including the mandatory that you take. Um, you mean, yeah, I, well, are you saying the, the first four compared to the bottom six? Right. Yeah, it's 10 total. So... Two, four, six, eight, nine, ten. So yeah. So generally, uh, you always have to do four, and uh, then the the other six are going to be based on your your. You can take them from those advances. I think that are allowed by your career. So if I took an if I took my mandatory action advancement, do you think I could select two more action advances? No, I think you can select. I, I think you can select one action okay. because you're allowed a total of two. Okay. Yeah, what's slightly weird is like on my advance, um, it has wound zero, but one of the four that you can always, you always have to take is light wound threshold. Um, oh, yeah, so I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's just trying to say that's some, you know, you can't take any more than that. I'm just not sure why that's, yeah, that's done that way. So, but it's not a big deal. Um, not a big deal in sure to figure that out. It might be uh, an error. Right. <clears throat> so you're saying basically that you have to take the wound, but the wound doesn't count as one of your 10? Like I have to take it because you can't advance out of your career if you don't fill those four it's just it's not listed as one of the 10 advances on my uh character card yeah I, so so it's not a career if it's not a career advance yeah it does not count towards your career but my understanding is the, the four the first four you have to take those four in order to advance out of no, they're 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 the first four are show advances that are available to characters in every career. So they're available to you no matter what. You can take you can always take one of those four. As well, I thought I went on to to read that if you didn't take all four of those, you would not be able to advance out of your career. 
Let's yeah. see. These following the four fixed advances are a number of flexible career advances. Each career card lists the number of career advances that can be spent on the different options. Managing career advances. Well, it says all 10 lines under general career advances count towards completing the character's current career. As shown, the first four lines are the same for each career. The following six lines labeled by the player to choose from among the... Yeah. And so in this example, the character had spent two advances on first aid, which was not one of his career skills so that it's not going to help him graduate. So basically you're saying you have like like the initiate is the same way the initiate is zero wounds for career advances, yet there's mm -hmm. a wound. Right. Uh, everyone is allowed to advance a wound. It's a great question. I'm open to the idea that I've read words into it that weren't actually there or i'm just reading them in a particular way that isn't actually what they intended let me look real quick there is a faq okay let me look that's wrong version it's tough when there's five thousand uh versions of a game right None of them supported it anymore. <laughs> yeah, I see what your point is, though. Because if you're zero wounds, they're listing 10. You think they would always have at least one of the four that are required. You'd always have an action, right. a talent, a skill, right. and a wound. Right. On that list, but you don't have and, that. Right. And conversely, if those first four didn't actually help you advance, then they would, in theory, have 10 open career advance slots for you to fill in. Yeah, right. Yeah, let me look at the FAQ real quick. Oh, you guys figured you guys can still go along and do your thing. Just don't pick any wounds. Wounds are actually the worst advance. <laughs> so I think they're the least bang for the buck for an XP, but uh, let me grab the FAQ because I've got well, it. Well, then I'm going to go back and take off the one that I took. Uh, yeah, we'll you, see. You showed me. All right. Okay, so here's so here's some of the stuff here. The four fixed advances on the top of the advancement worksheet do not count against the available advancement options listed on the front of the career sheet. Okay. This means that a character that does not have wound threshold listed on the advances section on the front of the sheet still has access to plus one wound threshold via the fixed advance slot offering that benefit. 
Likewise, a career like Road Warden with one wound threshold listed in the advanced section on the front of the career sheet could acquire two additional wound thresholds during his career as a Road Warden, one from the advances section on the front of the career sheet and one from the fixed career advances in the advancement worksheet. Nice. So, so even, even though you're wound zero, you can take, a, you can take the wound. In fact, you, right. it seems like you have to take the wound as one of your right. fixed ones. So you'll right. always gain a wound. Right. And conversely, because I've got a mandatory action slot, but then I have two action advances, I could take a total of three action Correct. advances uh, during the course of that career. Nice. Right. right. In fact, you, you would have to take two if you want to do it. Actually, no, you could do it without it. As long as you fill those 10 slots, that's right. what it does it for you. Right. With, without right. going over... But right. those, and you know, those are your extras that you can pick, basically. Right. And so I think that's their way of saying, like, this is how you, this is how I could be gain an agitator, and yeah. Jesse could be an agitator, but they wouldn't be identical because we might make different choices about, right. you know, how many talents we want versus how many action cards we well, want. Well, and the first clue is too when we look on the the. In the, the module, when we look at the things, it says open career advance for the six. It doesn't say that for the first four. It just says action, talent, skill training, light wound threshold. Well, there so, we go. So that would may maybe make it clearer. Ah, there you go. The word advance is not used for the first four. Excellent. I'm actually really uh, liking how he set up the yeah, so community. things you things you can take um, mm -hmm. with the experience points. So yeah, okay. Yeah, so because we're recording, this is a, a we're playing third edition Warhammer Fantasy roleplay, Eye for an Eye Adventure. And uh, right now, the characters are have, I'm giving them a couple extra XP in the game because they just had part of their. Uh, we'll recap the adventure they just had, but they get some XP for it. Uh, the idea is every 10 XP, you're going to gain a rank, which is like a level. Right now, the characters are rank one. They each have three XP, so they can use those to spend on some career bonuses. So we, we know you can do an action card. We know you can do a talent, um, a skill, a fortune. Fortune means you can gain another uh, a fortune die for one of your characteristics. So when you look on your attributes, you could say, I want to do strength. Strength, like for, for Craig, for Brock, you could say, I want a strength die. So then next to the three on your strength, you would put a one in the right, right column next to it. And that means every time you do a check that involves strength, you'll not only roll the strength dice or, or any stance dice, you'll get a fortune die with a strength check. And that costs how many XP? It's going to cost you one XP. Ah, that's pretty neat. And yeah. I could do that twice because on my career card, it says uh, Fortune 2. Right, correct. Uh, and then it'll say one for conservative, one for reckless. That means you can add one to either your conservative or reckless side for the cost of an XP. Um, like I said, the only one that I believe is more expensive is the characteristic upgrade. Because obviously you have to pay um, mm -hmm. just like, well, let's say increasing characteristic. The attribute, okay. you mean, like to raise your strength or toughness, you would have to pay four points in order to make it a four. Yeah, right. So, so for example, if fellowship is your primary characteristic, increasing fellowship yep. from three to four costs four advances. Yep. Um, that still counts as one career advance. Okay. 
Uh, so would I be able to? Uh, probably oh no, no, actually, that's I, I probably that's shouldn't. Sorry. I'm in, I'm incorrect there. If you spent four advances to go to like whatever a four and an ability, that counts as four advances. So that would take care of four of your six open career advances. So if you okay. did, if you made your wits from a two to a three, but that's that's as long as it's your primary characteristic. Got it. Okay. And if you try to increase a characteristic that's not one of your primary characteristics for your career, it actually costs you one more. So going from three to four would cost you five advances. You would almost okay. never want to do that, though, because you're not getting those points for advancement in your career. Right. Yep. That's a good point. Okay. Now, when you're um, using the word advances, that's not XP. Correct. Uh, yeah. Well, X XPs basically they can pay. So we we got three points, and it's listed as XP. So is should it be XP or is, should it? Yeah, be... let's see. It's it should be XP. Uh, okay. Let's see. I should break out the rules. Say... Follow along. You you keep track of your experience, right? So you you don't use up the experience points. You'll if I say you have three experience points, you mark yourself mm -hmm. as three experience points. Um, okay. You earn one advance for each experience point earned. They're never lost, depleted, or reduced. But hmm. but when I tell you you get three XP, you would mark three in your XP, and then you would have three advances for those XP. Okay. And where are we keeping track of the XP? God, I hope that's somewhere on the sheet. Unfortunately, I don't see it. Have okay, you well, you're going to write it down or type it in your background. Yeah, I, we will. Yeah, I will. Yeah. Nothing for trappings. It'd be, it wouldn't be a bad thing maybe to put it in trappings or something. I mean, not that it's a trapping, but they do have money in there. And I do have armor now, so you have armor. Yes, I do. Uh, your armor is a chain shirt. I believe it was. What is that? Like yeah, one chain two? shirt. Yep, one okay. one defense, two soak. Yep. Okay, so I will add that to your trappings. So now you have ma it's mail basically. Uh, you you have a great weapon. I've got that in there. I've tried to add some stuff in here. Uh, change do shirt. I actually get three XP? I mean, I didn't do as much as yeah. that. You slept you got, very soundly. Yeah, you got knocked unconscious. That was pretty good. <laughs> Boom! I hit the ground pretty good. Okay. But that so lured the them into a false sense of uh, impending victory, which then set them up. And you Craig, are all part of the trap. I dropped silver coins also into your trappings. You can right click or up or left click on the quantity of coins to increase or decrease nice. it as you spend them. So okay, perfect. Uh, let me just put this three XP in before it gets wiped out again. Okay, and then save. Boom, done. All right. Uh, I'm not gonna. Well, yeah. All right. Hold on. Uh, yeah. So, what are you gonna spend yours on? 
Right. Uh, I'd like to get maybe another card that might be good for the... Um... You don't have to spend them now. You might want to spend them. If you want to think about it more, you could think about it more. Yeah. Um, I like that idea with the willpower and the um, adding a fortune to it. So the yeah. actual fortune doesn't go up, though, right? You're only no, you just you would put a one in where the zero is next yep. to the willpower. Right. Okay. I'll spend one there. So I'm going to mark that on career. Fortune. Is that an open career advance since it's none of the other four? You're correct. Sure. real quick. Your win should be nine plus toughness, so you should have twelve threshold ones. Yeah, I think my threshold is wrong then because mine was at seven. Yeah, it must be resetting. I don't know why it's not saving that. Yeah. You just have to. I noticed it was wrong, so I figured we'd check it. Yeah. So I had taken. Well, this is interesting. I thought I had taken. So uh, what's the actual calculation? It's seven plus. For dwarves, it's uh, 10 plus toughness for corruption and wounds. So that would give me a base. And then I'll check to see if any of my um, dwarven family stuff actually, uh, like which dwarf I uh, became affects it. Yeah, I, I, my fortune stuff reset as well. I put no. it back. I fixed okay. it. Okay. Got it. Okay. Excellent. So, wow. Craig, yeah, so you're spending a fortune. What else are you going to do? You can do a fortune die, and what else? Um, I was actually thinking I'd want to try and find a card, but that would take a little time, and I don't think... Uh, I don't know if we have a time, so... Um, let's see. Why don't I go with one? So what does one reckless do for me? Uh, that would add a, uh, that would basically add another, uh, reckless stance. So you'd have four reckless. It means that if you had a, it's not as great right now, cause you only have one, one characteristic that's four, but it means if you used willpower, you could be up to four reckless. You can also use it to train in skills. Um, you know. Oh, 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 that's a good So you idea. get the expertise die. Yeah. The ones that match your career. Your career is charm, education, first aid, intuition, invocation, and piety. Yep. I definitely want to go with piety. I already you're, have one. You've already piety. trained one. You could train two if you want. I, I want to train one more, yeah. So is that. Uh, Just check the box. Um, check the second box. Yep. That's another point. Okay. Yep, so now you have one left. Um, invocation. 
then for your career, I'll write piety in there so we know that you've. Tuition, education, charm. Piety. I don't know how to spell that very well. First aid. Invocation. That's more of a. Uh... So so piety is kind of when you're like trying to curry favor. Invocation is mm -hmm. when you're actually trying to cast a spell. Like you'll you'll get your favor up, and then you try to cast a spell to use that favor. Okay. All right. I'll uh, I'll do the invocation too. Then I think. Okay. All right. So for your career, then that's going to be an open career. Oh, see, that's fucking annoying. It did not save. Let's see. Yeah, mine didn't save either when I tried it. <laughs> That's fucking irritating. Try it again. Mayhem. Paper. Put me the end of the world. Yeah. At least it's to write down the stuff that's not saving for whatever reason. Right. Yeah, once you X out, it's not saving it. Yep, same thing happens for me. Okay, I'm going to just, I'll write it in the background. Um, invocation, piety, and one fortune for willpower. Background, edit. Yeah, let me get. Uh, Good news is it's on. keeping keeping the fortune dice and the skills. Alrighty. So you also, uh, Craig, I think you, Brock, has a healing potion. Really? I don't remember did, picking one up. Weren't you rich? Didn't you, yeah. didn't you get the, so what comes with that is a healing draft. No kidding. Yeah, huh. that's part of the deal. So you're going to roll four fortune dice and nope, you can recover. Nope. Wait wounds. a minute. I am, uh, I'm wealth comfortable. Oh, okay. So so I, didn't yeah. Have... No, I did not. All right. So 50 silver. Cool. Got it. Right there. Good. And no encumbrance from the mail? Mail shirt or whatever it is? Uh, there is. Um, did it not show up on your thing? Yeah. Well, it says zero. So let's see. Trappings. Don't know why it says that. Let's see. Mail. Yes, let's see. Encumbrance. I'm not too worried about your encumbrance, but let's see. Encumbrance mm -hmm. for a male shirt is four.
Okay, so let me delete it and I'll bring it back to you. There you go. That is very annoying. What? I was just typing in my background and then it disappeared. Like, took me out of the edit mode and what I typed was gone. Yeah. Because I figured I'll just write it, I'll write this stuff down in my uh, background and then I'll actually print a character sheet later and then transfer it over. But Did you press the save button? I, I didn't, I wasn't finished typing. It just kind of like it glitched on me and then everything oh. I typed was gone. I think if somebody else touches the character sheet, it might take it away that, too. That could be a thing too, yeah. Right. I'll try yeah. not to mess with your character sheet. <laughs> I'm not touching anything. It just happened again. So now yeah. I'm completely annoyed. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm closing. I closed it out from my side. So I'm trying. I'm. I should. We should be able to look at the same character sheet without it impacting it. I don't know why right. it's doing that, but. So you have mine closed now. Uh -huh. All right. Let me try one more time. There you go. Let's see what happens this time. And do we have Albrecht with us now? You do. Ooh. Is it? Yeah, you guys you guys can see the map, right? Yeah. And you can see the room you're in? Yeah. Yep. You can... Lev is flanked with two large people. That's the way it should be. <laughs> so Dave, one of my three XP spins is taking the uh, deep pro training talent. Um, I didn't see that talent card, and I don't think I have access to that talent card. So I think it's from one of the expansions I don't have. So if you could, like, which one is it? The the Destro training talent oh. that is a tactic. Oh yeah. Okay. So if you could do that, not necessarily the second, just if you can. That on yeah, it, it, it yeah. just, you know, it, it is basically what I said. I think it adds plus one defense to you. Right. If, if you're, you're armed with a fencing weapon. weapon. Yep. All right. I thought that would be useful. So that's the one you would put, you're going to put on the party card. Correct. Okay. All right. So Albrecht is a mercenary. Uh, I'll, we'll, we'll basically, uh, run through it as we we get started i'll intro him okay are you guys ready to get going we ready to start yeah. okay does anybody want to briefly recap what happened last time or you want me to do it uh we started in media res we had just arrived at the um i'm calling it the hunting lodge i'm not sure that's the exactly correct description of I think it's the, the Grunewald Lodge. Grunewald Lodge. Uh, we've been hired to um, help move furniture and personal belongings of the new owner into the lodge. Um, but we were also, that was our official reason that we were hired, but we also have been covertly hired 
to gather information on the staff at the lodge to help explain certain uh, mysterious things that have been taking place that the new owners are just a product of disloyal servants who are causing some kind of problem or other. Uh, and so we had gotten to the lodge, and right as we got to the lodge, we were attacked by beastmen. And so we fought beastmen. And um, Brock, our intrepid uh, priest of Sigmar, correct? Yes. Mm. Left out of the wagon, charged forward to strike at the major beastman leader and promptly was smacked in the head and knocked unconscious. Unfortunately, mm. there was a guard with a crossbow up in the tower of the lodge who decided to start shooting at some of the beastmen. Several. Several guards, several, probably. Several guards. Uh, Lev decided that uh, securing a rally point is always an important military objective in any fight. So he secured the rally point on the wagon and waited for the beastmen to come to him. And uh, he had to spend some fortune, but he was able to defeat the two beastmen who were attacking him on the wagon. And between those casualties and the crossbow activity, um, the beastmen broke and fled back into the woods, howling in fear mixed with anger at their defeat. I see. We made, we made our way in. We, we woke Brock up. Um, I, I, I don't know how much of this we formally role played, but you know, I'm sure Brock understands that I saved his life and therefore he now yes. owes a massive debt to me that you know, at some point in time, if I call it in, as a man of God, he knows that he would only have one recourse to be to honor that debt. So maybe that wasn't all verbalized. Maybe a lot of that was implied or subtext from our last session. But I'm sure Brock did it. Um, and couldn't agree we, more. Couldn't agree more. We made our way in. Uh, we were introduced to the new lodge owner, whose name I always forget. Ricard Aschaffenberg. 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 Um, I guess it's Aschaffenberg, which is uh, odd, but I don't. But. That's fine. It's the old world. It's not Germany and Austria in 16. No. No, no, no. This is a no. this is a fully developed fantasy land. Exactly. A world um, of imagination. Uh, who was was quite distressed that he's not being greeted with open arms. He doesn't seem overly concerned about the fact that the last owner disappeared and his disappearance has never been properly explained. But he was sure that his disloyal staff were up to no good. So he wanted us to mingle with him and find out what was really going on and report back to him, and he would reward us. I think that's basically it. I don't remember all the little things he shared with us that he considered to be evidence of problems, um, but maybe Brock remembers that. So, mm -mm. Nope. I don't think okay. that was mentioned. Um, yep. Go ahead. 
So they uh, he he also introduces you to Albrecht, who was uh, basically hired on, has has responded to a similar advertisement he saw in a different town, and arrived on his own uh, shortly before you you guys arrived. Perhaps Albrecht was also responsible for some of the effective uh, crossbow firing. Um, he's not familiar. He's also now been told that he is going to be helping you guys. Um, or maybe just hanging out with you guys until it's time for you guys to depart. The official cover story, you guys being movers that were brought here with the luggage. Um, he's not familiar either with the people that that live here, the staff or anything. So uh, perhaps Lord Ricard feels that he can trust Albrecht as much as he can trust you guys, as opposed to his own, the staff that he's inherited. And Vern Hendrick is his basically his only... Uh, personal retainer who's here that he, he trusts implicitly because he brought him here. Uh-huh. So Vern is also in the room with you guys. Did Albrecht get out of moving any furniture? Oh, yeah. He, he basically was uh, waiting in the room, so he didn't have to drag the chests across the, the yard like you guys and Hendrick did. Maybe once he saw you bring in the first couple chests, he uh, was nice enough to help out. Mm. Um, he is an uh, Auslander. Uh, he's got the abilities of stubborn. Uh, basically, his mental characteristics are one higher for the purposes of deciding if he's distressed. He's particularly good at resisting chaos. He doesn't scare easily. Um, he's also, as a mercenary, he can add an expertise die to any single weapon skill check. In a in a each session in a session specialized in weapon skill specialized in ballistic skill I think either of you guys should be able to control him can you guys control him should be able to move him around well we're paused oh it's paused here let me let me unpause can you move him now yep, I moved him okay yeah either of you should be able to do it and can you see his statistics when you when you click him uh yes. His okay. Character season's opened up. Good. So that means that's working properly. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, that's basically what happened. That's a good summary. Um, the key points uh, from Lord Ricard are uh, he he wants to know what's going on. He thinks the staff is lazy. Uh, he's not clear why why they're so lazy. Or um, there is a uh, steward here, Pearson, who's supposed to be running the staff. Um, uh, Pearson appears to be doing his job, but the staff maybe is not responding to him. And uh, his biggest concern is that he wants you guys to be very discreet because remember, this is this lodge is a uh, a dowry gift to him from the von Bruna family. It's a very powerful family in the empire. He does not want to uh, make any accusations or do any cause anything else that might embarrass the family because he's only recently married into it. Um, so he wants you to be definitely on the on the low and low and basically give him do a day's investigation, maybe talking to staff, walking around, see what you can see, and then report back to him tomorrow. Um, and obviously he's invited you to dinner tonight, but you have uh, you should have um, much of the day. And we'll say maybe you slept, you had a night to sleep. You shared a room. You shared uh, Hendrick's room, which he was not happy about. Um, <laughs> so the, the three of you slept in his room. Um, so you were able to recover, uh, Craig, any wounds or, uh, or 
fatigue, so you can zero all that out. Okay. And uh, because you have healing and stuff like that, so you can kind of do some of that stuff. Cool. We'll assume you were able to. So you guys get to sleep at night. In the morning, you're going to start your investigation, and uh, basically he'll want to report uh, most likely after dinner about what you found out. Discretion, though, is the key. Right. Because no embarrassment. Don't make a scene. What, what? <laughs> so once we're away from Lord, and so we ended up sleeping in the room with Vern, Kendrick. Yeah. All of us jammed in together. Okay. So the. There, there was more room in the, uh, in the lodge. But the yeah. problem is, after the Beastmen attacks, a lot of the uh, staff, staff were injured during the attacks. And so they've had to convert what used to be some of the guest rooms into like a hospital that's also on this floor. Okay. So they're kind of, it's kind of, they're, you know, they're tight on sleeping quarters. Um, so Lev would probably have spent, you know, initially his time around Albrecht, just trying to get some sense of, you know, the type of person Albrecht is and, you know, why he chose the life of being a mercenary and um, where he might fall on the spectrum of complete blind support for the empire on one end and um, openness to consider that it may be necessary to enact beneficial reform to allow the empire to achieve an even greater, uh, greater heights and greater glory. So <laughs> without giving too much away, just trying to, Trying to get a he, feel for where Albrecht might be falling on that. He he's got an intelligence of two. Um, you find that your efforts to plumb the depths of his political savvy is is <laughs> not incredibly successful. Right. He uh, has a favorite Blood Bowl team that he follows religiously. Uh, that seems to be one of his greatest passions. <laughs> Excellent. So that's that's good information for me to have, though, because you know, obviously. Uh, you know, while I'm not an expert on Blood Bowl the way he is, you know, I've, I've been known to attend a match here and there. And, right. uh, and I'm very complimentary of his favorite team and, and their prospects for the coming season. Um, and, uh, you know, just, you know, wouldn't it be great if there were more things like Blood Bowl that were provided that everyone could enjoy in the community? Blood Bowl is one of the few things a common man can, and common dwarf can really, really embrace. He exhibits a shallow understanding of what you're discussing. Uh, any of the uh, intricacies or nuance of what you're trying to tell him seems to have fallen on deaf ears. Excellent. So, uh, you got him like, right likes, where you want him. Yeah, he likes to sharpen <laughs> his blade a lot. He's got a shield. I mean, that's basically nice. what we're, that's his thing. Right. So I explained to Albrecht that uh, that Brock and I are greatly relieved that he has joined with us, mm -hmm. um, and because each of us brings something different to this to this group, and clearly he brings, you know, military acumen and homicidal 
rage at the drop of a hat, which could be very useful in certain situations. But there may be other situations where someone else in the party should should take lead. So he he turns to him and says, "You talk, I stab." Excellent. I think that's a great division of responsibility, and Brock can heal and mourn those who have passed on to a better life. Oh, one other thing too, uh, just to remind you, uh, Vern Hendrick and Ricard did tell you. You, I think. Uh, Brock had asked if there was anybody else involved with Sigmar, and he did tell you that Sister Sonia works at the hospital. Okay. And now, did Sister Sonia happen to have seen me? No. My injuries? Okay. No. Okay. <clears throat> um, I think uh, I think she will have to uh, get a visit from me. Yeah. So Lord Rickard is like, well, um, <clears throat> and then Hendrick is like, okay, get started. Be gone. The Lord is busy. You've already taken up enough of his time. Remember, dinner tonight. As you wish. And Lev gives kind of an exaggerated bow to Vern Hendrick. And uh, Albrecht, attend me while our... Brother of the Cloth meets with his fellow Sigmarite. I uh, long, step out the door without, mind really, without much of a word. <laughs> so. hmm. Or we'll tag along with Brock if that's easier. Uh, doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, you guys, yeah, I, I mean, it's probably easier if you guys go together. I'm not going to. Yeah. Okay. Let's let Brock take lead for a little bit. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah Brock. Yeah. Take the lead, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and away we go. Um, in which direction I'll uh, I'll ask somebody. Where is... Oh, shit. I don't even remember the girl's name now. Sister Sonia. Thank you. Sister okay. Sonia. Where could I find... And that was, that was Albrecht. Albrecht remembered with his wits, too. <laughs> He's like, he just said it. <laughs> yeah, I know. You're like, dude, we've been gone for three weeks. That's I, all right. I, I've been, I, I've been, I've been uh, hitting the head. So <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. So uh, there is a door. Mm. Okay. Can be opened. Oh, look at this! Do 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 do. Oh, I go. Oh, Ta da! Oh, this is nice, dude. Cool. Look at that. And you guys are going to have to move yeah, your friend, too. I'll keep Albrecht with me. Yeah. Huh. i got to zoom in a little. Uh, okay. Well, it looks like right around the corner. Mm -hmm. Hello, sister. So she's uh, cleaning. This lady's like a servant. She's cleaning. Oh. <laughs> she's a cleaning lady. She's like basically dusting the various lights and <laughs> oh oh hello there can I help you ah uh, uh, never mind <laughs> okay <laughs> so you can keep going <laughs> is she a Tallahassee six or better uh she's average she's pretty average uh not great dental health. Uh, magic has not reached the dental hygiene of the empire yet. Right. As far as 
So I will just give her like a little witty levism and a knowing wink and just, you know. She seems a little slow. Hmm. I'll tuck that piece of information away and I'll decide to what my other options are before I decide to come back and hit her up. So. Might be going okay. in the wrong direction here. Do you guys see doors? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, this door here is to your room. Oh, nice. So that's okay. you guys. You guys could go in there, no problem. Yeah. That's Von Hendrick's room. Actually. Right. So technically, if you if he were to hear you say that, he would be clear to let you know that that's actually his room. <laughs> but, but that's where you're staying. Okay. Yeah. All so right. we can. I'll move. I'll move Albert in there because technically, you've seen that. Collides with a wall. Let's open. Yeah, that's interesting. That yeah. Can you get in there? I got okay. the same message. Doors not opening. All right, the doors open now. Ah, uh, now it let me in. I guess you just got to be careful about how you drag. Okay. Yeah, because when you drag Albrecht in there, uh, because we have like character vision or token mm -hmm. vision. We could see that he was in there, but we couldn't actually see what he was seeing. I'm sorry. So when I click on him, what can you see? When you clicked on him and drug him in there, we could see that he was in there, mm -hmm. but it didn't like reveal everything so that we right. could right. see so it. So you want to go in there so it stays revealed for you, right? Got it. I just want to make sure what you're seeing is staying revealed after you see it. Uh, I've gone back out. Let's see what happens when I close the door after Brock comes out. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Good. It should. Like it should keep a memory. Out, cool. sort of. Yeah. yeah. The point of it is that it keeps a memory of what you've seen. Nice. That's very good. All right. Yep. That's not where we want to go. And that's a window. You can look out the window if you want, like here. I just opened this door by accident. Well, yep. That's fine. You can open that window or that door. So uh, I can describe that room for you if you'd like. Sure. Oh, shit. Well, there's Sister Sonia. Right. This room apparently used to be the guest chamber. This is what uh, Hendrick had told you about, but uh, it is it's now used to house members of the staff who require treatment. So all the furniture is up against the wall to make room. And there's cots mm. set up. Uh, there's a window to kind of lighten it. And uh, there's a bunch of wounded that are being treated here. Um, you can see a lady uh, who has dark gray hair, a hooked nose, and milky white eyes. She has white robes on and a wooden hammer on a string that's dangling around her neck. And, uh, and then there's also a, you see a short, emaciated man who's in smart city clothes, and he's kind of walking around between the beds. And uh, so he sees you as you come in, and he, he looks up at you. And there's, okay. there's, there's people in the beds. Okay. I go, greetings, sir. Hi, how, how can I help you? Are, you? are you here with medicine, or is there a problem? I'm here. I can help. Okay, well, I mean, we are treating them as best we can, the wounded. Sister Sonia, how are you? I am well. I, Who is I, that? 
Who is that I hear? That's a strange voice. Is she blind? She's blind. She appears to okay. be blind, unless she's faking. I mean, she's got white eyes, like milky white okay. eyes. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, so um, <laughs> do, you t- do you turn to somebody else? Is she blind for real? <laughs> she's real. She's blind. She appears to be blind. <laughs> You're just faking, aren't you? <laughs> I put my hand up in front of her face, try and make yeah. her blink. You try to do all the tests. Yeah. You swing the hammer and stop right before her face. <laughs> Dr. Stefan is like, that's not appropriate. <laughs> no, that's what we do. That's what we do. Uh, Sister of Sigmar. Um, you are Sister of Sigmar. I just wanted to introduce myself. We are of the same kin. My name is Brock. I'm here to help. Same kin? What does that mean? just a term is it a code word <laughs> it's, i just uh no we're, we're both of the same religion oh you follow sigmar indeed oh we we should definitely talk i've been waiting for for the the will of sigmar to visit this lodge there's things terrible things and like the doctor's like rolling his eyes, like, all right, lady. She's like, so much immorality here. The things that she turns and there's a guy who's sitting on the bed, uh, mm-hmm. like sitting there. She goes, oh, this one is shiftless, full of sloth. Ugh. Never works. Malingerer. And there's the guy sitting there. He's like kind of nervous sitting in the bed. He's his. You know, he looks like he's kind of like dirty and, you know, he's kind of sitting just trying to, maybe he's got a, like a thermometer in his mouth or something. So much, so much immorality. Sister, yes, we should talk. We should talk soon. Not here. In private. Indeed. Doctor, what could I do to help? Well, uh, you know, I mean, we have we have medicine. We're, we're treating them. Some of the injuries are serious, so we're doing the best we can. I think I have things well in hand. And you can see, like, there, this guy here is a mm-hmm. dwarf. There's two guys here and here who look like they're guards. And okay. then there's the guy that she was pointing out and saying was a slothful person. Ah, okay. So that's uh, that's not the doctor. No, the doctor's here. Oh, okay. That's the Thanks. doctor. Oh, yeah, there it is, doctor. Doctor, doctor? He's like, and he basically introduces himself, Dr. Stefan Seeger. Von Seeger, okay. Oh, well, not Von. I mean, I wish. I'm, uh, I I'm just it. a trained physician from Nong, uh, inspired by Shalia. Her will must have brought me here, and so now... I can care for these people in their time of need. And then the sister Sonja is like, and Sigmar too. Yes, yes, sister Sonja. Sigmar too. Lev, Lev, come over here. So Lev's not going to sit down next to Bert Holt. He's going to come over to where Brock is. 
Yeah. <laughs> Just say hi to the dwarf. That's kind of odd. Oh, I see how it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, a dwarf. Yeah. He's a dwarf. <laughs> That's right. you, you go talk to your people and see what you can find yep, out. Checks out. He's like, I'm not getting anything out of this dwarf. Let's get the dwarf over here. <laughs> oh, so, so even simple, even simple conversation with the dwarf, um, you can tell that he seems not doing that well. Um, He's uh his face is sunken and yellow, his beard is straggled and unkempt. He's wearing a long white and red striped nightgown with a matching nightcap on his head. Uh and he's just rambling. Like and you you can you can li- li- listen to some of his ramblings if you'd like, but I mean, sure. I don't know if they're going to mean anything. And can I discern what clan or family of dwarf he might uh, originally hail from? Uh, yes, you can. Um, do I need yes. to roll some dice to do that? Yeah, you could do that. Okay. Um, I think... You look at it like for that. It's not going to be I for would, us. I would suspect it's either going to be intuition or observation. Um... I feel like observation might be more. If you want to look for markings on him or tattoos, maybe if you're going to try to talk to him, I think you're going to be charming him. Maybe. Um, I don't know if intuition is going to be, I mean, yeah, again, maybe some markings or some kind of characteristics. I could see any of those if you can articulate why. Right. Um, So I'm just going to see, you know, whether there's a, a particular accent or, you know, particular words that I, w- I would might... say ob- observation probably would be yeah. the skill I'm just I'm not going to really engage with him yet I'm just going to kind of listen to him his ramblings and just see if from listening to those and looking at him I get some ideas to where he hailed from sure let Lev let me um let me uh do something first so I'm going to cast a uh, a blessing of health It only costs two, so I have that right now. I don't have to. And hopefully that will bring down his stress. So depends on how I roll. Ah, So let's see. Recharge tokens two. Yeah, just just do the the spell. I'll let you cast it and see if you succeed. I'll give you a Okay. Uh, let's see. Cannot use an action that is recharging. Oh, let's go the other way. Let's do both that. All right, cool. Sets it right up. There's the expertise. There's a characteristic. Now, I got a fortune die, and it didn't throw it in there. Well, I mean, you got to, if you have a fortune die, you got to put it in yourself. Even if it's a fortune with willpower? Yeah, well, you're you're not you're not using willpower for blessing of health. You're using fellowship. Oh shit, that's right. Okay. Yep. Ah, damn. All right. Okay. Uh I'll do one. Yeah. Okay. And uh is how much of a challenge is there? Uh I'll give you one challenge die. Throw in one challenge die. 
Okay. And, and what are you trying to do exactly? Uh, a blessing of health is um, a soothing prayer. Target recovers some stress or fatigue. And if it gets really good, it's even more stress and fatigue. And they may recover both stress and fatigue if it gets really good. There's yeah, really I mean, no ill effect. There's... Yeah, so so yeah, I would say I'll I'll give you two challenge dice for that. So okay, you're gonna do two challenge dice. Okay, all right. Because he is he's pretty crazy. Yeah, he oh, I, like I, I really could tell. But I just figured before we try and figure anything out, maybe just you know bring the temperature down a little bit. Sure. So. All right. So oh, that's cool. So I just hit the blessing itself and do a roll check. Yeah, you know, right. So that should is. that should be how they nice. work now. There it is. And it actually will give you the card results, the available effects on below the result now. Oh, wow. Look at that. Okay. So it's a failed check. Okay. Uh, yeah. You got two boons. So I'm actually going to suffer a little stress. Wow. That, that guy was a little uh, stressful. <laughs> that backfired. That's okay. So I'm going to kind of step away and go, I guess you're going to just have to take this on yourself there, love. No, yeah, yeah. I don't think you. I don't think you suffer stress. If I fail with the boon, no, no, oh. the boon. Yeah, you're fine. Oh, the skulls. The, okay. Yeah, you're, you're good. That, that was if you had banes, right? So you uh, suffer stress. Ah, okay. So he, it doesn't seem to really make much of a difference to him. Um, but I mean, it maybe makes him feel well, just like because you're kind of you are kind of trying to comfort him. He starts to watch what you're doing. And Sister Sonia is listening intently. She's like, oh, just to hear the sounds of this, of Sigmar's wo worship. Oh. And Dr. Stefan Seeger's like, okay, whatever. And he kind of is now trying to attend to, he's attending to the other patients, but he's kind of looking over to make sure you don't do anything. Almost like he wants to make sure you don't do anything crazy or, you know, he wants to see what you're doing to his patient, basically. Understood. And uh, so he is rambling. Um, <laughs> he, he, these are Lev, a couple. Go, go for it, Lev. <laughs> these are a couple tidbits that are going to come out. Is Lev going to try to observe? Is that what you're doing yes. now? Okay, What's so do your challenge. Uh, I'll give you one challenge. I mean, he's he's okay. marked. You're a dwarf. All right. Oh, there's some things you would know. Successful check. Um. Yeah, you can tell that he's from Karak Asgaraz. And he's got tattoos that identify him as a blacksmith. Okay. Uh, you, you does look like he was injured physically. Um, but obviously he now appears to be stark raving mad. Yeah. So um, as you're talking to him... Uh, he says some of the following. Not sure what to make of it. What a pretty flower to sleep now. Sleep. Don't let him shave me beard. Don't let him near. Never trust them barbers. Book swine and sleep. No, no. Book swine and sleep. Tis evil. All wrong. Hide the hammer. The eye can't see what the blind eyes know. So that's about it. The rest of it seems to be just mutterings and right. Uh, and has his beard actually been shaved? Or no, still gonna... it's just like okay. matted and and messed up. Uh. 
Speak, Brother Dwarf, speak. I'll see if the doctor can't find something to ease your mind. Yeah, so he seems, you know, he's just, and gradually you kind of get him calmed down again, and he starts just muttering to himself and maybe pulling his nightcap down. The level approach, Dr. Seeger. Okay. And uh, inquire, uh, how long has my brother dwarf been this way? Since the last Beastmen attack, I'm afraid he was affected by the attacks of the Beastmen. Kind of broke his mind. How did he appear when they first brought him to you? The same symptoms. I'm afraid I've been unable to help him. Do you have any other patients who've uh, suffered similar symptoms? Physical injuries, yes, but but not the the mental duress. And was my brother dwarf employed here as a smith? He was. Uh, give me, give me a, a two die observation check. Okay. Yeah. Uh, when you say two die, you mean two challenge, correct? Correct. Correct. All right. Here it comes. All right. So close. <laughs> uh, is his smithy within the confines, the walls of this lodge? It is. It is. If you don't have any other questions, I, I do need to attend to my patients. As you can see, these oh. two guards are severely injured. Certainly, certainly. Please, thank you for your time. And for your kind attention to my brother dwarf. Well, my pleasure. It's, it's what I do. It's what I was trained for. Uh, does uh, Sister Sonia seem like she's busy? Or is she just standing oh, there? No, oh, no, she's puttering around. I mean, she is, I don't know how busy she is when she's blind you know she's right, basically just right. okay and she appears to have an opinion about everyone got it but yeah she's available if you want to talk to her yeah um sister should we go speak in the hall oh, okay oh yes the, it's the priest of sigmar as you wish father <clears throat> um, I kind of look over at Lev and, you know, give him a shrug like, hey, follow me. Okay. Lev will follow Brock. Okay. And let's have Albrecht just stand around the corner so he can see what's going on. Around the other side, so no prying ears. Around the hallway, Lev, yeah. are you going on the hallway? Sure. As the gardener watches you, the guy sitting on the bed watches you as you go by. 
and I kind of say, good sir, I will see you in a moment. Mm. Very well. Okay, so you're out in the hallway with Sister Sonia. Yeah. Yeah, so she she uh, basically goes through a litany of, of descriptions of, of the different faults that different people in the, the household have. Um, the doctor, uh, she thinks he's incompetent. Uh, the uh, Bertholdt, who's sitting on the bed, like she said, he's a malingerer. He's the gardener. That's why the gardens of the, the, the lodger in such terrible shape. He's always claiming injuries. Uh, Pearson, the steward, is a is a cruel man. You know, basically anybody is lazy. The only one that she really has anything good to say is a Corden Kurgensen, who's the dwarf that's that's sitting on the bed. It seems like they were friends before, and that his illness has made her worried, obviously, and she's she's suspicious about uh, about his current mental state. Hmm, sister. How long ago have how long ago have you been blind? Oh, I have been blind for years. It was an illness. The fever took my sight. And how long have you been here? I've been here for at least 10 years. I stopped here once, and while I was here on my way to a pilgrimage from Ubersreich to the High Temple of Sigmar, I lost ah. my sight while I was staying here on the grounds. And now I just basically maintain the shrine for Sigmar that they have here. I took it as a sign that my vision had gone, that this was the place where I was to spend the rest of my years. Sigmar wanted me to go no further. I think Sigmar has chosen well. Oh, thank you, Father. You're doing a good job. I, I do think I need to tell you something. And this is something you must not tell anyone. You must keep this to yourself, except your friends, obviously. I think you can trust your friends. I, I don't know anything bad about them. Corden has, a, Corden has a hammer that he had me hide for him. It's a family hammer, very important family heirloom, very powerful. And I hid it into the, in the shrine to Sigmar. He made me swear that I would hide it for him when he was injured so that no one could get it. But you have to promise me that you will return it to Corden or his family. You will not keep it for yourself. No, I would not keep it for myself. It is not mine to keep. Swear an oath to Sigmar, swear an oath to Sigmar that you won't keep it yourself. I do swear an oath. I probably should have made you swear the oath before I told you where it was. <laughs> you have no fears with me, sister. Sister, let me continue asking. <clears throat> um, how did the previous owner pass in your eyes as you know it? What is the tale that you know of the previous owner? I don't really know much about what happened to him. I wasn't very close to him. I don't think he was a man that followed the will of Sigmar. Indeed, Perhaps his disappearance not. was a punishment. Perhaps it was a punishment. 
for evil thoughts and immorality. Easy, sister. Easy. It's okay. Immorality just gets me so upset. I understand. Sister, when have these attacks been occurring? And did Gordon defend the walls? Or was he attacked and bitten? Well, the, from what I understand, the, the beastmen actually got into past the walls and into the compound. And so he was injured defending his anvil. And the rest of the garrison cleared them out. Yes, they were able to repulse the attack. But, you know, when, when we first brought him here, he, he seemed fine. It was only later that he began to lose his mind. He was physically injured, yes, but he had his capacity. That's not according to the doctor. Well, I don't know that the doctor knows everything. Have you seen signs of insanity like this before? No. Other than in yourself? Oh, did that slip out? That's right. <laughs> in <our alley. laughs> I look over at Lev. What do you think? Sir, if his troubled mind was not a product of his injuries from battle, did something else occur that caused his mind to break? I don't know. I mean, he rambles. It's hard to get any information out of him. It seems like each morning when I would come to visit him, he was worse and worse. But how long after he was brought into the hospital did you first notice the problems with his mind? Oh, within a day or two. And did he anything particular happen to him here in the hospital? I, I, uh, well, I mean, uh, we've been treating him. Your girlfriend's so, excuse yelling. me, sir. Excuse me. I have to clean this area. Thank you. Love <laughs> walks away. So she's just oblivious to you guys just dusting, muttering. Yeah. <laughs> Toothless wench. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> That's the old Brock. Was uh, Corden given any special treatments, foods or herbs that other patients were not given? Well, I mean, my current condition might make it difficult for me to detect such a thing. <laughs> I understand that. I, I completely get that, but she, she seemed to be the most observant blind person uh, that I've ever encountered a role-playing game, so I just wanted to see what the, what the range it's was. The heightened, it's the heightened senses. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know if she smelt anything different or if the, <sighs> you know, the doctor had mentioned something different yeah. about the way uh, he was, the dwarf was going to be treated. No, she doesn't remember anything like that. 
All right, mm-hmm. we're gonna figure this out. But also, it's I don't think the doctor, according to her, the doctor doesn't exactly consult with her. He sees her right. more as uh, something he has to put up with. Yeah. Sister, if you could explain where uh, my brother's hammer is hidden, I will ensure that it is returned to the appropriate family in the appropriate location. Yeah, she said it's in the Shrine of Sigmar. All right. That's and that's outside the the lodge. It's within the the confines of the walls, but outside the lodge. All right. What time is it roughly now? Is it it's, like it's morning, still, noon? It's morning. Or? It's morning. Okay. You guys have only spent like about thirty to forty five minutes probably doing this. Okay. You may wish to continue this conversation. I actually wish to return to mm-hmm. the hospital yeah. proper. Yeah. Agreed. I go back. So you guys, I'm gonna just, you guys I'm do some dis- Sigmar small talk. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm going to do the Sigmar small talk. You know, exactly. While uh, Lev does his thing, he's got to okay. definitely talk to this other person. I'm going to be near the door. I'll, I'll bring the sister close to the door, so I can at least listen in. Got it. Uh, so I sit down next to Bertolt Granhoff. Okay. Dear sir, what, uh, what ails you? Oh, well, what doesn't ail me is more likely an answer. Uh, my well, let's trouble go with, with my that, knee, then. my back, oh, and my between my shoulders. It's just constant pain that, you know, the doctor, I need... I need medicine for it all, of course, but the doctor doesn't always uh, give it to me. Is there a particular medicine you need? Well, I mean, whatever might help my pain. That's what Mm. I'd like. When the doctor does bless you with medicine, is there something particular he gives you? Um, And so the doctor comes over. He's like, sir, there's some, can I... You have questions about the patient's care. I mean, perhaps I could assist. I'm just having conversation. I find in my experience that those who are uh, sick and injured uh, take great benefit from knowing that they are on other people's minds, that they have visitors, an opportunity to not focus on their injuries and their situations. But just making conversation. Yeah, I, mean, I would so never course. second guess such an esteemed professional as yourself. Well, I, of course you wouldn't. I mean, you'd be a fool too. But uh, I don't know if I appreciate this. I mean, in fact, this man is probably healthy enough to go back to work. And Bertolt's like, no, no, I, I think I, I'd like my time resting. I need to rest up here. I mean, the gardens can manage themselves for a while. I'm just talking to my friend here. And he's indicating you. He's like, it's kind of nice to have someone who's interested in what's going on with me for a change. I will, doctor, if it will make you more comfortable, I will change the subject from his care to more about his story in general. Just give him a chance to focus on something brighter and happier. Very well, but I have to insist that this has to be, this has to be, uh, 
complete it soon because this is, I mean, I have patients to attend to. This is a hospital. This isn't an interview room. Doctor, are you concerned about what a series of innocent questions might reveal? I'm a little concerned about what exactly your purpose is here, sir. I'm a simple furniture mover. <laughs> I've been toiled extensively moving a great deal of furniture. I find myself blessed with just a small amount of free time and an opportunity to learn more about this wonderful lodge. Perhaps I may seek employment here. It would be good to know from those who work here. Well, that is, that is all I intend. Well, if this continues any longer, I will file a complaint with the manager of the, the lodge. Ah, uh, my good friend, uh, Vern, Vern, Vern Hendrick. Vern Hendrick? No, Hendrick. absolutely not. Pearson, the steward. Ah. Uh, Hendrick Pearson is a servant steward. of Ricard's. Well, mm. do what you must, doctor. I will, of course, defend myself most vigorously in front of same steward. Okay, so you're going to try to talk to Berthold some more? Yes. Okay. So I, I'm, what I, I want to confirm you know, what he does, although I get the sense that he's either the gardener or a gardener at the lodge. But just trying to figure out like how long he's done it, you know, how many different lodge owners he's you know, worked under, and you know, when these maladies began to manifest themselves. Yeah, I would let you use an action card here if you wanted to. Let's see if there's an action card that might help me here. He's got honeyed words. I do have honeyed words. Let me take a look at that. Even a winning smile might be a good one. If you do a social action, I'll give you a fortune die because he seems inclined to, he appreciates sure. you trying to talk to him. Um, I think honeyed words are going to work better because I've, uh, my initial impression is this is a guy that's probably toiled for a long time and is kind of just exhausted with the idea of work. Um, and that, that kind of fits hand in glove with some of love's philosophies that he espouses. So he's, he's had this conversation many times in the past with other frustrated laborers. So I think honeyed words is probably going to be the. Yeah. He, he's wearing dirty gardening attire uh, mm -hmm. and it looks like the dirt is old. <laughs> it doesn't look like it's from recent work. Okay. Uh, Reminds me of Rodney Dangerfield. He gets no respect. Yeah. He's, he's more like Bill Murray. This is like the more like probably more like Bill Murray. <laughs> uh, check me if wrong. If I kill all the golfers, uh, yeah, no luck. Exactly. No way to key. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So this I would be a guile check for me versus his intuition. I have. Yeah. So I'm going to give you one challenge die, but you do get the fortune die. And I'm notorious. So I add another fortune die to Guile. Nice. So, attributes. 
I own. And two fortune dice, and you said one challenge? One challenge. One challenge. All right, here it comes. All right. A success and a Sigmar to comment. Okay, so uh, you tell me um, what you're just trying to get information out of him, or what do you, what's the deal? Yeah, I'm trying to get information about him is, is how, how long he's worked here, what, um, you know, how many different owners he's worked for, um, mm. you know, uh, when, when did his maladies or injuries begin to appear, and does he have any insight as to, you know, any recent problems or why the Beastman may suddenly be interested in a lot? Okay, so he's uh, kind of an idiot. Um, he's in his mid-20s, got a mop of yellow hair. Um, he complains a lot about having to work on the garden. He's been here since at least he was a teenager, so probably about 10 years. Um, he, when asked about the condition of the gardens, which is really bad, um, he blames the mess on the beastmen, the attack of the beastmen somehow. Um, uh, that you know the, that the gardens were fine until the beastmen, when they attacked, ruined the gardens. Um, he enjoys hanging out in the hospital, watching the doctor. Um, he kind of likes uh, uh, seeing the doctor at work, so he likes spending time up here. He prefers being up here to the gardens. He hates gardening, and uh, would prefer to much prefer to spend his time in the hospital. Um, confirms that Pearson is the steward, basically the the person who runs the uh, lodge. Uh, you know, the other, there's a, uh, a hound master who uh, has a, basically a kennel out on the grounds. Mm -hmm. um, there's also a cook that works in the kitchens. As I'm trying to think of anybody else of note that he would report to you on. There's a librarian named Otto who works in the library. And then Captain Blucher is the captain of the guards. So this okay. guy is kind of a big mouth. He's basically telling you all the different. There's maybe five to six guards. Two of them are injured. There's a captain also. Um, okay. And uh, so he gives you kind of the lowdown on who's who in the uh, lodge. And doesn't have, a, have a lot of doesn't have a lot of information to give you about uh, what happened to the previous owners? Okay. He just he most of his information is about the current state. Of okay. Who works there? And does he recall when the beastman attacked? Intensified yes. and. Yeah, probably there... about two to three weeks ago. That was the first big attack they had. Okay. And had anything happened just before that attack that was unusual or different from the? Everyday routine at the lodge? Uh, not that he can recall. No. Okay. You're not true if he's, you can kind of tell he's maybe starting to be a little bit, maybe he's not being honest with you now. Before he was very forthcoming. You know, it's kind of like very open and cooperative. We start asking questions like that. He starts to kind of cross his hands and, you know, give you behavior that you don't just identify as truth-telling behavior. Sure. 
uh, as, as a social expert. Right. So, so I use a little read methanotum. I kind of slide down, you know, and turn to face him and get like my knee in between his two legs and, and get really close to his face. Explain to him, Berthold, you've been dealt an unjust lot in life. A mind as brilliant as yours asked to toil needlessly in gardens. That's because of the society we have. We need to change that. You're right. You should be here. You could be the doctor. The society won't let you do that. I but understand I am, you. But I am here. Yes, but you could be in charge here. I know. Society would never let that happen. I, but I am here now. I do. I understand that. But here's the other thing you need to understand. We workers must stick together. When we lie to each other, when we hide things from each other, we're doing the master's work. Mm. So I'm going to ask you one more time. What happened right before the Beastman attacks intensified two or three weeks ago? Nothing to the best of my knowledge. I feel like you're not being fully truthful with me, Bertolt. Uh, I feel a little uncomfortable now. What, you want a lawyer, Bertolt? No, I Only just think... guilty people want lawyers, Bertolt. I thought, I thought you were I mean, friendly. That's, that's fine. This interview will be over. No problem. I'm just Get a here. lawyer in here. Aren't I in a hospital? Am I free to go? <laughs> You'll leave so, when I say you're going to leave. So the doctor comes right over and says, I, Sir, I have to object. This is ridiculous. This is enough. I, I insist that you leave. I will gladly leave, Dr. Seeger. Who knows? Keep it up. Maybe one day you'll get a Vaughn. Uh, and I that, walk out. That's, that stung him deeply. You could tell he winces a little bit. Okay. Lev comes out, staking his head into the hallway. Uh, the lies and myths instilled by the ruling class run deep. They're difficult to break in some people's uh, minds. Clean, 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 cleaning. Just like the clean, cleaning. <laughs> uh, at least that poor woman is content with her lot in life. She's beating a carpet on the ground, beating the dust out of it. So we make our way out into the grounds and see what else we can learn. Maybe retrieve that hammer while we're at it. Brock's moving. Brock, do you guys want to go out to the grounds? Maybe he's angry at me. Well, he moved his character, I think. He did move his character. I'm sorry. I, did I have myself on mute? Yeah, I think Apparently. so. Uh, I was laughing really loud, so <laughs> I had to turn myself down. Uh, here we go. Yeah, so I'm trying to head that way. I don't know exactly know where to go. And and there is a door here, too, that you guys walk past. Just, I don't know if you can always see the doors, but there's a door. There. I can see the door. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, you know, before we leave, mm. I'm I'm quite the curious sort. Hmm. Let's go over here and see what mischief we can find behind this door. Go for it. Hmm. Locked. 
Interesting. Come on, Lev. Let's go. Note to self. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't. I the the dumb uh, dust bunny girl there. She just makes me a little nervous. I think there's more to her than meets the eye. Actually, before we leave, yes. Um, can I? Uh, I'm going to try to talk to Dust Bunny. Okay. Yes. Pardon, ma'am. I realize you are quite busy, and I must say, the work you do is quite impressive. But can I ask just the smallest of favors? Mm -hmm. She looks up at you, and you can see she has heavy red-rimmed eyes. And she's like, yes? What, what can I help you with? Uh, my other hat has been uh, unfortunately locked in this room right over here. Would, would you perchance have a key? Could you open it so I could go in? And It's really my favorite hat. It's, it's my lucky hat. And you know how important it is to not lose a lucky possession. Oh, I can't. I don't have the key to that room. That's the steward's room. Ah. Thank you much, ma'am. I will check with the steward. Very well. <laughs> I'm not sure if that was the character. Well, that's or, character. Or Dave that's in character. Commenting no, that's in character. On our role play no, no, that's, that's in character. <laughs> How do we slide the map over? Is it only Dave? Uh, right click. Kind of... You can right click yeah. and drag. Yeah. Oh, I mean, okay. on your board. Ah, there we go. That makes my life a lot easier. Okay. I so another door, go. Brock. Let's see. We'll you want to try this one right here, Brock? Oh, 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 look at that. Okay. Down here? Yeah. Yeah. I'll try right here. Hello. Does it open? It does. It looks like it opens. You just have to reposition to see what's in there. Mm-hmm. And what is that? Looks like uh like some cot like hammocks. Like it, ah. it looks like a room for servants or okay. Well we'll wander over here and try the store. And, and you, you notice like you're going into basically where people live. Um uh -huh. and yeah. you would think the maid would care. She's completely oblivious to what you guys are doing. Just right. continues to clean. So the room I went into, I'm just going to do a quick look. Does sure. it appear in any way out of the ordinary from what I might expect in a typical seems like quarter? servants' quarters? Yeah, seems typical. Cards, some cards, maybe uh, like that, some paper on the table. Nothing unusual. Okay. I mean, you could do a more thorough search, but it seems like it's normal. Obviously, if you're searching, someone came in, they might have a problem. Right. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think it's worth attracting undue attention at this point in time. Right. Lev's very much going to play this as, gosh, one of these doors must take us outside. Um, <laughs> you, guys are on, you guys are on the top floor, by the way. Oh, that could be a problem. Yeah, you guys are. Remember, you went up the stairs, so you need to go That's down right. the stairs. Okay. No stairs behind this door, Brock. Shall we continue to look? The stairs are oh. right out in the open, just so you guys know. The that, stairs look, are right there. Brock, I found the stairs. They're not this behind the door. 
Lo and behold, there they are. All right. So let's go oh. down there. Oh. Boom, boom, boom. Left that door open. <laughs> no one will ever know. The maid, the maid will close it. Let's right. see. Let me bring you guys out here. Lead the way, love. Um, well, bottom oh, of the stairs. Yeah. Let's see what happens here. I like how the windows work. Those are nice. The windows where you can see out the window. Right. Yeah, that's cool. And the door, actually, like both sides of the door, it had like, you could actually peek through. It was weird. Oh, yeah. Sometimes that happens if I don't connect the walls correctly. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So I opened this door right here. And that looks like this is back as a door that takes us outside. It is a door that takes you outside. Um, that will take you outside. I'm just go ahead. We want to either well, that malingering guy was a gardener. We have a mm -hmm. steward. We have a um, uh, a hound master. Huntsman. Yep, huntsman, uh, hound master. Yep, a cook, a librarian, mm -hmm. and the yep. captain of the guard. Yep. I would imagine Captain of the Guard would be probably a good one to talk to if there's a chance. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. Do we want to kind of exhaust this building before we head out? Yeah, I outside? agree. All right. Yeah. So I will close the door outside, pretending like I didn't know that that took us outside. And mm -hmm. this door's open. Mm-hmm. So this room, dun, dun, dun. See. this is a small shadowy room. Uh, it's got bookcases all along the sides. Um, it's pretty clear that this might be a library. There's, nice. there's tables with books. You can see a uh, guy sitting on a comfortable armchair. He's leafing through a, a book. It looks like he's taking notes and, and drawing something uh, on a on some paper uh, as he's looking at the book. So Lev is not going to approach him. I'm going to move over like this bookcase and begin perusing the title, uh, acting as if I have ever just as much right to be here as he does. Yeah, he's a corpulent, red-faced man, bristling mutton chops, uh, dressed in robes, got the uh, glasses pinched onto his nose, um, big fat nose, and he is actually completely ignoring you. He's totally absorbed in his book, not paying you any attention. Uh, this green thing is a big, giant carpet that's on the ground. Uh, let's see what else is going in this room. There's, it's a large moth-eaten rug with a strange design of interlaced geometric shapes. Uh, many of the shelves, as you're looking at the books, are coated in thick dust. Uh, there's subjects of hunting, history of the empire, poetry, drama, geography, philosophy, just a lot of different stuff. Pretty, pretty well-equipped library. Any political philosophy? Oh, yeah, I'm sure you can just go through. There's a lot of books. I mean, you can go mm -hmm. through and look and maybe find that section on your own. Okay. So I'll just kind of work my way down, looking, looking, 
and I'll actually like uh, bump into his chair as if I wasn't paying attention, didn't realize he was actually sitting there and see what his reaction is. Okay, give me an observation, a two dice observation check. And for these rolls too, if you want to throw a fortune die in, you can always do that. I mean, I think you might want to save them for like more significant right. things. Yeah, but. I wasn't actually sure. You know, I spent, I think I spent all my fortune in the last session and I wasn't sure if it actually refreshed. It's going to refresh for you guys because it would have hit your, I would have given you the two for your uh, party card and that would have refreshed your okay. fortune dice. Uh, so I have three successes, including a righteous success. Okay, so what you can see, the second he sees you near him, he uh, uh, basically slams the book shut and stuffs the notes he's doodling on into his shirt. Um, but you could you could see that he was actually, it was like a large bestiary that he was looking at. And he was taking notes and drawing like pictures of crossbreeds of the different animals. Like if you saw one page was an alligator and another page was like a... Like a dog, he was drawing what that it would look like if the dog and the alligator were merged with each other. But this, when he sees that you're trying to trying to look, he grabs all the papers and stuffs them into his shirt, slams the book shut. Oh my my apologies, I was uh, didn't even realize you were sitting there, sir. I fear that I startled you from some great effort on your part. Yes. Are, you okay, Are you okay, love? Are you okay, love? Yes, yes, I unfortunately have bumped into this gentle soul and startled him beyond wit's end. Well, I am the librarian. I mean, this is my place of employment. Ah. Yes, we are newly arrived here. We are nothing more than simple furniture movers. Uh, we've hmm. brought our load here and delivered it, and we've graciously been given, given free run of the lodge. And well... Wondering I'm, sure what... this, I'm, I'm sure this room will be the least interesting room in the lodge to a bunch of furniture movers. Oh, I beg to differ. Uh, for many years, I was in charge of moving at the, uh, what's the town we started again? Was it Altdorf? Ubersreek. Ubersreek. Ubersreek, yes. Yep. At, at the uh, university at Ubersreek. So I regularly had to make deliveries to the library and help them when they moved volumes, when they reorganized. So always been fascinated by books. It's quite a draw. I could see myself here every free moment I had. Mm. Well, so be it. I shan't bother you. Well, again, I, I apologize for bothering you and I, I can't help but be impressed by the little bit I saw you were doing. Could you please take a moment to share what you are studying, what wisdom you've unlocked, oh, what I great don't, knowledge I don't, from the past I don't think so. you have. I, I, I don't think so. I don't think so. Oh, sir, clearly. Mere scribblings. Mere scribblings. That might be action card time. Let's see what we can do yeah. with this guy. Um, I'll guarantee he's not leaving this room.
So I'm going to try winning smile with him. Okay. So that's going to be a charm test. And because of my other uh, talent, gregarious, I add a fortune die to all charm checks. Now, the only problem with winning smiles, it has to be your first action upon meeting the target. The first action card that I have. <laughs> yeah, I get it. But we're in, sto we're in story session. So uh, if you had led off with Winning Smile, I would give it to you. But you've okay. already kind of done some checks and talked to him. So okay. it's not, it's not right. really a lead off. Okay. It's, it's kind of uh, tougher when we have to mix, you know, do sure. action cards outside of encounter mode. I don't, twisting words is not really what I want here. Yeah, he pulls out of his pocket a bunch of greasy chicken wings and looks like a little towel with scraps and meat. He starts eating while he's looking at you. The grease is dripping off of his right. beard. I'm going I'm to try honeyed words with him. And what I'm trying to sell him on is the idea that, you know, when I, when I delivered and move furniture at the university, I would always take any opportunity if I could have a spare moment with one of the learned stages there, whether they be the librarian, the instructor, a dean, uh, just any brief snippets they could give me to help just give me a fleeting taste of what it might must be like to be uh, a student at one of those institutions. I'm basically trying to get him to talk about what he's doing, you know, out of a sense of, oh, let me share my knowledge with you, certainly. So that's sure. the goal. Um, so it's a guile check, and my notorious talent will give me a fortune die as well. And you can add another one. I'm going to add a minor blessing. I'm going to uh, start a little bit of uh, Sigmar talk. <clears throat> Minor blessing. Uh, two of my favor gives you one fortune day. Okay. And ally. What's the challenge? Uh, what we're, we're doing, Craig's first. No, there. Oh, is does no he have to roll? Is that automatic? It's automatic. Uh, let's see. Minor blessing. Two favor. Not engaged with enemy. After an ally within close. Yeah. Range, okay. I'll give you a fortune. I'll give you a fortune die. So it's going to be, let's see, what is it when it's, let's see, let me look at this. What's your fellowship, Rex? Four. It's going to be one challenge die. Okay. So you get one challenge and one fortune from Brock, plus whatever fortunes you're getting right. from your stuff. So it's a successful check. I got one success plus three bonuses and it says a chaos star but it's actually showing the eagle symbol so i think this this part is still reversed where it's, it's a bane yeah it becomes a bane if there's no chaos star results so that cancels out so you get a you get a success and two boons okay. so yeah so you, you get a fortune die to all social social actions involving the target yeah, let's Yeah, so what do you what are you trying to influence them? Like what do you what's your argument? 
what are you trying to say? Well, what I, what I said before that basically, um, you know, the gift of knowledge is okay. the greatest gift someone can give. And mm -hmm. in the past, I would always take these moments of free time to learn from the great. And uh, again, I was so impressed with the little bit I saw you drawing that uh, if you could just share some small sliver of how you're applying your intellect to that book and where it's leading you, it'll bless me beyond all consideration. I don't, uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's happy to, he seems like he's getting convinced, but he's really not. He's like, I was just scribbling, just doodling. He's not going to admit to anything involving the doodles. Can I at least be so bold as to examine this book that you were so fixated on? Well, I mean, I, I am using the book now. I'm currently using the book. But it appears you're eating chicken wings at the moment. I'm doing both. <laughs> Would you mind if I quietly just peer over your shoulder as you read? Just watching a great mind like yours uh, absorb the contents of a book in and of itself. There are plenty of experience. books in this library. I have picked this one. This is the one that I have. Has he closed the book? Can I at least see the Yeah, he, he slammed the book shut. Can I see the title of the book um, and or basically get a good idea of what it looks like in case I return later? Yeah, it's something like Beasts of the Empire, Beasts of the Frontiers. You, know, you, can, you can definitely remember the name of it. Or like a, a, a biological perspective on creatures of the Empire. Right. Are there dangerous creatures in this part of the empire well i mean go to the hospital and you'll see that soon enough well but beastmen i thought were the spawn of evil i'm talking about just nature in general i'm i'm quite well aware of beastmen and worried about them it's uh are there other just natural dangerous animals here i'm not aware i just read I, I rule the environments within this library. Uh, what's Brock doing while I'm over here? Are you just looking at all the books, Brock? I was uh, just making sure he wasn't going to make some kind of a quick exit. Okay. Yeah, he does, he's, he's a fat, corpulent. Yeah. He's not going to be like a combat guy. Like... He could maybe waddle. Like, he's trying to kind of waddle a, a little bit away to get some room from Lev. He's he's not anything. He does not appear to be something that would be a threat. Right. Okay. So I slide over where Brock is and kind of just, you know, mm. um, check for him to kind of lean down so I can actually get close to his ear to whisper and uh, mm. kind of give him the, the quick update on, you know, he's really interested in that book. He was frantically drawing something but he even more frantically hit it when he I mean, realized you, you I saw was what he, you saw what he was drawing he's right. basically drawing pictures right. of animals right okay. so does this mean anything to someone who studies the face i can't say that it does no would you like me to maybe distract him from the table 
I was hoping you had some like cool, you know, lore of the old empire or something that you. Could I mean, yeah, Brock, you could try it out of roles or something. Like, let's see, let's see what you got here. Uh, no, more action than words, that's for sure. I folklore, you could do folklore, uh, maybe even piety. Piety might be something that would help you. Your knowledge of your religion is Sigmar is like the kind of the imperial official religion. Maybe that would help you identify as something is inappropriate. Okay, good. I good thinking there. All right. Yep, I will certainly do that. Especially so, since you have two X trained in it. So yeah. All right, we got uh, that, and I get. Added the fortune die roll. Okay, because it's part. That's right. Willpower. So, boom, boom, boom. And challenge. Uh, yeah, I'll give you uh two challenge. Okay. And I'm leaning towards conservative, but I guess I'm neutral. No, you're you're going to be neutral. You're yeah. you're not in the encounter mode, so you can't have stance. Okay. All right. Here we go. Any good? Did you roll? You did. I oh, did. Yeah. yeah. So you're successful. Yeah. Uh, and a Ben, you did a good job. Get a righteous success too. Um. Yeah, yeah. So basically, yeah. It's 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 not like really anything that's officially a problem like it's mm. it's odd but it's not really like you know it's just a strange thing to be doing maybe but it's not not anything that would maybe be illegal or heresy right yeah um lev i don't see anything wrong here if he's just a mad librarian I say we carry on. For now, I'm content to accept your interpretation. Proceed, Brock. Do. <laughs> All Brecks out there. Everything okay? No <laughs> <laughs> need for homicidal Zweihander swinging just yet. <laughs> stay loose we might need you stay loose. <laughs> yeah he's and he's not zweihander he's gonna be a, a like a more of a sword and buckler kind of guy Whoa. Ah, that's Jeez, a shame Christ. this build is big dude holy moly ah yeah so before like you were on a two-story part of the building but yeah there are other rooms yeah step through check that one out huh you want to go this way, Lev, or continue on? Um, I would say continue on down the hall that we started on and, and get okay. a sense of what's in this area first. Lead the way. All right. Anything unusual about this chair part <laughs> right here, Dave? No. I cast detect magic no. on it just to make no, sure. Just, it appears to be a chair. <laughs> it appears to be a chair. It's not like an eight foot tall chair that 
could become like a chair dragon. Oh yeah, there is a stuffed ape just above it. But <laughs> I don't know if that's... <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm gonna try this door to the south of me. Yep. Come on in. There's people in here. Oh, is there? Oh, excellent. We crash our way through. Hello. <laughs> Come on, Albert. Move your ass. It looks like maybe a dining hall. Is mm -hmm. that what I'm supposed to be gathering? It actually looks like a war room in a way. Yeah, so it looks like it's yep. a, yeah, it's a big room. Um, you feel a strange sense of foreboding. When you enter the room, it is brightly lit. Uh, there's large windows. Um, despite the sunlight streaming in, you get you kind of get goose pimples with the chill of the room, and your breath seems to wisp visibly from your noses and mouths, almost as if it's colder. Uh, there's a bunch of uncomfortable-looking chairs in the middle, a low, wide, low table. On the east stone wall over here. So I don't mm -hmm. get it to where it'll actually there. Um, is a plush blue curtain. And there's a facing it is a chair right there. There's a glass chandelier hanging from the ceiling. There's a large brick fireplace here. Empty, unused, which is weird because it is pretty cold in the room. Mm -hmm. Um and this chair was uh, looks like it was once really opulent, but now it's kind of threadbare. And there's a glass chandelier hanging from the from the room, the ceiling. Mm -hmm. So you can see these two guys are in here. Um, they're cleaning. They're kind of like cleaning up. When they see you, they're like, "Oh, let's go." And so one guy's they're going to walk out. Excuse me, gentlemen, sir. Pardon us. We'll give you a moment here. Oh, no. Privacy, Pardon privacy. me. Pardon me. They even stop. No, they're like basically they they don't they see you and they're like okay we're done here just just tidying up we'll be out of here. Hmm. So I wonder where they were last cleaning to see if I can see whether they missed anything. You see a little piece of paper on the ground. I will pick it up and. Open it. Perfect. It's, it says, Goose is good. Written in like a, like a note that someone wrote. That was crumpled up maybe afterwards. Like a, just a little note. Goose is good. We should make a note in it. Have it say "Goose is bad" and give it to the cook. <laughs> give it to the Mis cook. Misinformation. <laughs> uh, I'll pocket the uh, anything about the handwriting that appears. It's in cursive. It looks like it's. It looks like it's in nice handwriting. Maybe not like a what a okay. like a lower class person, a brass class, like they say in the sure. Empire, silver or gold class handwriting. And is the piece of paper looked like it was maybe torn away from some 
larger piece of document, you know, like, is, is this a scrap of a greater letter or greater? No, it, it looks like writing. it was just a note where only the words goose is good were written on it. In fact, let me see real quick. I'm going to send you a picture of it. Walk over and look at what Lev is looking at. Hmm. What's for dinner tonight? I do not know, but one might call this a cryptic message or a message that would appear to be meaningless to someone who had not previously been made aware of the particular meaning of these this phrase. Hey, love. Over behind you, there's a desk with it looks like some parchments. Are you referring to this or this? That, that. I, I'm, I'll go over there in a minute. I just want to kind of check around the area yep. I'm at and see if there's so anything I, I, else. I texted a picture of the note to you guys on your cell oh. phones. Sorry. All right. Oh. Cool. Got Which it. is not with me at the moment. Oh, yeah. I'll, so. I'll put it in the Grimdark. You get the, can you look at the Grimdark Discord channel? I can. Okay, let me I see. Can look at that. That's beautiful handwriting. And Send it to the thing. I sent it to Got the it. chat. That is very yeah. pretty. Yeah, I'm definitely going to fold that up and, and hold on to it. I just want to look around this area to see if there's anything else that might have been missed by the cleaners. Okay, just in that corner. Yeah, to start with, then I'm going to go check the desk out. Okay. Yeah. That looks like, that looks like cloth. Yeah, why don't you give me observation? And I'll me give you or a, Brock? Uh, whoever's searching, give me a two uh, two I'll... dice two dice observation. Okay. Observation. And what are, what are you looking at, Brock? What are you doing? Are you still you're looking in the same area? Uh, that parchment that said goose is good. It looks like it's a napkin. Or something. Yeah, it's like written on a piece of paper, almost like it. It looks like a note that someone wrote so, to someone else. Okay. And uh, yeah, so Lev is looking over there. I'm looking over mm -hmm. here. Just different, you know, paper, parchment, anything. Yeah. So did you guys? You guys successes? No, failed. Oh, no, it looks sorry. like I failed, but I have a boon. Intuition. Two yeah. challenge. Two challenge. Said, Two challenge yep, dice. Okay. I'm just gonna go for it. I already spent fortune. So I got a success. Yeah, you find like some uh some pens and stuff like that, like quills and but nothing really significant over there. Okay. Just wanna look at something real quick. Because I'm trained in the observation skill. So 
one of my characteristic dice could be turned into an it did. expertise. It gave you an expert. It gave you an expertise. It doesn't change it into one. It gives you an expertise die. Yeah, for so, observation, it's doing three blues for you and adding an expertise die. Right. So when I look at my roll, I see the three blues. Mm -hmm. I see the two challenge dice. I don't yep. see. You, you don't the see the yellow. Day. You don't see the yellow blank. I don't. I do. It. it I can see. Yeah, it's right mind. there. Huh. That's weird. Do you think I need to update on my end? I don't know. That is strange. But yeah, you did roll it. Click on um. Click on the dice itself, and then it will do a drop down. And it will say one expertise dice underneath three characteristic dice. Yeah, it sure does. But you don't yeah. actually see a yellow square. Yeah, it did roll it for you. Okay. So, Weird. You know, you're getting it. You're getting full service. Well, I'll give you guys, if you guys, do you want to do searching specific areas or do you just want to do a generic search observation for the entire room? And if you succeed, I can point out anything of note. Yeah. Uh, 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 um, I mean, otherwise, I don't want to make it like a point and click where you say, well, now I search the desk. Now I search the table. Now yeah, I search yeah, the yeah. bearskin right. rug. Definitely so, not. So why don't you guys both give me a basic observation for the entire room? And then based on what you roll, I'll tell you if you find anything. Well, hold on a second. I get I've been booted out of Ford. Okay. So trying to get back in. There we go. How many but challenge I, dice, Dave? Uh, yeah. Again, two challenge dice. Okay. Average. And remember, this is a room that feels weird, right? It's cold. In fact, I'll give you one challenge die because something's wrong here. Feels right. like something's wrong, and so maybe you're a little bit more suspicious. Um, yeah, you know what? Right. Maybe that. Maybe that'll call for a new. Uh... And I'll go. I'll go based on number of successes for what I'll tell you. Assessment. All right. So we're making an observation test. A one die observation. Okay. The good news is is. Logging back in seems to have fixed. Oh, good. That issue. Right. Like I see all the ones from before, including okay, the good. blanks now. Yep. So Craig, okay. So, yeah, I'm gonna spend my last uh, fortune to. Okay. Do it. What the hell? You're saying something weird's going on, so. I mean, you can see it's cold. You can see your breath. You weren't seeing that in the other rooms. Right. Okay. All right. Boom. See what I got. Okay. So, uh, Lev, you notice. Let's see. There's. I mentioned that the chimney is unused, which is strange because, um, you know, the room is cold, so... You'd think there'd be a fire in the mm -hmm. fireplace, right? Um, but when you look in, uh, blackened by the soot on the back of the wall of the chimney, you can see there's iron rings going up. 
It's almost like they're uh, like a ladder, like, you know, you could climb the rings to climb up the chimney. Okay. All right. So they're not rings that... Like metal rings. You would, like you could go right. from one ring to another and climb, almost like a metal rungs. The rungs would be what they are. They're called... They say they're rings, but they're almost like, like you know, rings that okay. you could climb up. Got it. And you're not climbing up them, but you can see that they go up until you like out of sight. Um, Craig Brock is over by the blue velvet curtain. I mentioned that there's a threadbare chair here. Yep. And there's a blue velvet curtain here. So you are you start to pull at the curtain. Let me see. Do, 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 do. So you see a painting behind the curtain depicts a distended, disturbing human eye with a pale blue iris and a large dilated pupil. It almost looks like there's bloody stains on the pupil. The painting is mounted upon a heavy frame carved with a series of geometric patterns. It's very disturbing to look at. So when you see it, it's kind of shocking. And it kind of captivates you a little bit. Hmm. All right. And... You you need to make a discipline check. Okay. Against terror rating of three. And uh, then I guess it's up to Lev whether he turns and sees. Obviously, you're going to see it from further away if you look over. So that'd be three three challenge dice, correct? I'm really interested in those rings right now. And I think this is a great time. Are you guys okay if we stop here? Or do you want to keep going? Um, I don't know make, how schedules are looking. Should I make the roll first? Stop soon. I would like him to make the roll. Okay. And that way everybody kind of knows what so we're we'll coming let's back look to. At, let's look at Terror 3. How that's going to work. So you're you're gonna take a check, a discipline check with a three difficulty. Okay. Uh, failure failures will re result in that many stress and fatigue. Let's see. Yeah, let's just see what you get. Oh, crying <laughs> Oh, my wow. God. Wow. Five failures. <laughs> and blanks on every one of That's his crazy. positive dice. Every every die roll before this was successes. So Craig gets... Big failure. And that was even with a fortune die. Uh uh, yes, yeah, so, that was a fortune because of the willpower, by the way. So you gain five stress and five fatigue. Yeah, it <laughs> passes out again. Fuck. No, I don't know if you pass out. I think you have to be double to pass out. Let me look it up. I've never had to look up the rules for passing out so much. Right. <laughs> five like me in my old days. 
Take. <clears throat> oh, that's funny. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna get some corruption from this. I'm sure. Brain fried. Oh my god. Okay, it's only if you're twice your willpower that you pass out from exhaustion. Well, it's not. Okay. So it's not even twice my toughness. So So when you're five and five well remember it's to so you're you're distressed because it's greater than one of your mental characteristics. Mm -hmm. So that means you're gonna add a misfortune die for every one that you're over your lowest uh mental okay and the fatigue is the same way okay and now you're considered let's see yeah so you're not you don't pass out from it but you are strained which means the next time you suffer uh the next time you suffer So I can I can picture that I, uh, I when I first came in the room you become temporarily insane. You become temporarily insane. Oh, there you go. I I wonder if the dwarf looked at that thing. Um, so when I first came in, I kind of circled around that chair, and then we did the encounter with uh, those guys. Walked away and all that other stuff, and then I walked back over there, and uh, I was like, "What is this?" And I just kind of like whip the curtain out of the way in a little bit and then I like it just was like boom and so now I'm just kind of dumbfounded standing in front of this stupid thing. Yeah just let me look and at these. We'll just kinda end it right there. Perfect. I'm trying to figure out what this is. So it says it has the chaos and supernatural insanity traits. Nice. That's perfect for me. Maybe it will make me recruitable, Lev. <laughs> yeah, so I, well, I think, yeah, you could be a witch hunter. You could become a witch hunter. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think the deal is if you would have gone insane, like basically if you had suffered error. All right. Eight. If I got the character eight. first controls. Okay, the difficulty of discipline. Character fails this discipline check, suffers stress and fatigue. Equals to the terror. Oh, equal to the creature's terror rating. Oh, I passed the terror rating. Yeah, okay, so you suffer equal to the terror, this, but no, you failed, so you're going to take, you actually take, I'm sorry, you take three stress and three fatigue. So, because it okay. says you suffer stress and fatigue equal to the creature's terror rating. Okay. So three stress, three fatigue. So you're not the, the current, but your current stress level is not greater than your willpower, correct? Correct. It is not. No, not now. Because otherwise you would have been susceptible to insanity, a temporary insanity. Okay.
and there's always a chance that it would become permanently you become permanently insane okay but you're okay so you suffer three stress and three fatigue it looks like okay i got that noted on the sheet and so are uh, you going to keep it exposed or are you going to try to cover it up before lev can see it i wouldn't have thought of that i okay. definitely didn't think of that no so all right so you're reeling now. backwards yeah kind of like that yep lev are I you going to look over or are you going to do a willpower check to avoid looking over at it i think we should fade to black here okay and let me send a picture to you guys of the the painting oh great so i won't go to sleep tonight is it a, yeah is it as weird as the uh children of the corn stuff in the other game <laughs> That stuff was pretty weird. <laughs> corn dolls. Yeah, who knew corn dolls could be so creepy? <laughs> I never even knew they existed. All right, so I sent it to the uh, channel. Ew. That is creepy. And then another one that looks like a totally normal painting to have in your hunting lodge. <laughs> All right, so that's it, boys. Good. Yeah. I hope it was fun. Hope you guys had a good time. No, I'm really, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm enjoying it, uh, particularly like just kind of the bite-sized approach to learning the system. I can really see how once we get more comfortable with it, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think the <laughs> biggest challenge too is kind of like dealing with the story mode versus encounter mode, like. Right. Guys want to use action cards, then you're like, like for Craig, he could be like, well, I want to heal. Or like, or say you have a healing priest. The priest could be like, well, I want to heal. And then I want to heal again. And I want to heal. Like, you got to be like, no, um, maybe that stuff can be used in times of need, like in counter mode. You're not like right. a healing machine. Like, you're not a vending machine for wound healing. And that can just sit there in story mode and just be like, I 15 minutes later, I do another healing and I do another healing. You know, I think the approach is maybe to say like, hey, these actions are things that you can do in the, in the spirit of the moment, you know, kind of. Right. Yeah. So to just to control abuse for that kind of stuff. But I, I'm cool with guys using action cards in certain situations or for Rex saying, hey, I think this is a social encounter we're about to have. And right, right. now let's roll initiative for social encounter because i'm a social otherwise it's not fair for social players if you're always going to be like no this is story mode so roll your roll your charm right um but i think the the social player should be able to say hey i feel like this i want to make this like a social encounter thanks well i'm really enjoying it dave so i'm glad okay. you're running it yeah well now i think the new update really helps you know, with the cards, the fact that you can yeah. roll. It's kind of cool that you can roll a card title now and it'll just roll the dice for you. Yeah, yep. it definitely makes it a lot easier. Good yep. UI. Thanks, Dave. Okay, well, All I right, appreciate boys. it, guys. Thanks for playing. Gonna go crash. You'll have a great okay. night. Right. Happy Thanksgiving. Right. Okay, see you. Happy Bye. I am sorry. Sometimes it hurts so bad.